namely that the third world is not poor. You don't go to poor countries to make money. There are very few poor countries in this world. Most countries are rich. The Philippines are rich. Brazil is rich. Mexico is rich. Chile is rich. Only the people are poor. These countries are not underdeveloped, they're overexploited. All right, Joey. Um, so we're live. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Working Class Stooges. I'm here with uh, Joey Reyes, as always, the one and only, here at Reyes Rarities. I think it's been a while. I think uh, January might have been the last time we did one of these. Damn, January? Yeah, well, I remember Bill was the first That's rent a of the year. I think we did it in January. We posted it a little later. But yeah, yeah. It's been a second. Oh, Lots fuck. happening. Yeah. Oh, before anything, that you heard was Michael Parenti in Michael Parenti Yellow. Hell yeah. Fucking badass. If you haven't heard Michael Parenti, uh, Google or YouTube it. Uh, the first one you'll get is like a small clip, but there's like a over an hour long lecture you should listen to from the 80s. Or clips. Yeah. Or Honestly, clips, yeah. check it out on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. If you put Michael Branty yellow, you'll get plenty of clips, good clips. Good Actually, uh, if you go to the TikToker yellow Parenti, nice. uh, I've been in communication with that guy before. He's pretty sick. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll check yeah. all the good shit there and just kind of fucking go on a rabbit hole from there. huh? Yeah. If you like any of this, trust me, you're going to love <laughs> yeah. all of that. We're just the uh, layman's. Layman's we're the terms. layman's. See, we're the layman's. Hey, I'm proud of it. We're man. the stooges. Working class. I mean, I think approach is very important yeah, with things yeah, like this yeah. because, and we've talked about this before, but we all agree. We just don't have the terminology for it sometimes. Yeah. Or we don't know that we agree. Well, that's, that's the thing important. because it's scientific. And it's like if you do a, an experiment on the other side of the planet, yeah. guess what? You get the same fucking result. Yes. You know? Yeah. And so the way that we think about the world is in a scientific way it's like if you oppress people guess what you get x result one plus one equals you know two. one plus one equals 100%. two so it's like you know of course yeah no, and you're 100 percent right i mean we're all being kicked by the same boot might sound different or look a little bit different but you know and that's actually a great transition into one of our first topics here you know now we were we've been so used to being kicked by neoliberalism and fucking the anglo boot Right in the teeth. Yeah, right. The unipolarism. But now things are changing. I mean, as Lenin said himself, right? Uh, what is it? There's years or there's decades that nothing happens. And there's weeks where decades yeah. happen. So, yeah. fucking, it's happening. It's happening. The multipolar world is being born. And it's, uh, you know, it may be a C-section, but it's it's definitely coming into existence. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were just talking before this that there's four four kind of really interesting things that are happening right now one um china has brokered a deal between iran and saudi arabia and so for those of you who don't know saudi arabia and iran are kind of have been engaged in you know mortal combat here for a while now and also it plays itself out in places like yemen where you know saudi arabia is doing a genocide uh with the planning and abetting uh by the u.s specifically this really evil woman samantha powers she was kind of the brainchild of the or she was the uh the brains behind the uh, uh genocide in yemen and uh you know 
in Yemen, you have one side backed by Saudi Arabia, and then you have the Houthis who are kind of backed by Iran. I believe that's true. And so China coming in and brokering a deal between them is huge news, huge, huge news. So that's one of four. Uh, the second one is China potentially brokering a I don't think it's I don't think it's totally there yet, but potentially brokering a, brokering a peace deal between Ukraine and Russia. I think it's at least a step in the right direction. It's a step it's in the right direction. It's not fucking NATO. So yeah, that's a great big start. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's not. How could I say this? <laughs> It's not obviously for a certain corporation, you know, sure. it's like it's at least painting as an actual result rather than yeah. just throwing weapons at a proxy war. Yeah. You know what and I mean? it's like in the past, Putin has said uh, we we need they had a few goals and it was one neutralize the country. So neither pro Russia, neither pro NATO, pro US. That was one goal Two, denazification. So all the units over there who are like openly neo-Nazi who worship this Which guy are I don't know if yeah. people aren't aware, but all those weapons we're sending yeah. are to like Nazi yeah. militias, and this isn't some kind of fucking conspiracy theory. Yeah, they are openly Nazi in TikTok, Instagram. I mean, they are blatantly saying yeah. like you know they got their insignias shit. and then just salutes like everything, like intentions, like it is very clear out in the open. That people in Ukraine, Ukraine militias, are na Nazi sympathizers. Some, some of them are openly in support of Nazi people. And, yes. Yes. like, uh, specifically this guy, Stepan Bandera, who was a Nazi sympathizer in World War II and, you know, sent a lot of Jewish people over to the Holocaust and this and that. And, uh, yeah, they openly support that guy. They made him a national holiday, this yeah. kind of stuff. Um, so... Putin in the past had had these huge goals, but I think uh, with China coming in that, okay, they are willing to soften some of their initial goals of the thing. Okay, so that's number two. Number three is China and Russia yeah. really coming Multi together. Multipolarism, man. Yeah. And all it really is is that the U.S. can no longer be the bully. It yeah. can no longer be the yeah. fucking world police. They're going to start responding for some of the shitty things they're doing. Example A, China started complaining about the fact that the U.S. is uh, having was nuclear submarines and shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, why did the U.S. get away with so much shit? Oh, right. No one was there to stop them. Yeah. So now we're in a world, or now at least it seems like we're going to be in a world where there's multiple powers. Yeah. And more of a checks and balances rather than one bully deciding what is best for everyone. Yeah. I think it's hard for Americans to understand, like, Imagine if a nuclear, a Chinese nuclear submarine was cruising the yep. bay uh, of San Diego Harbor. Like, 100%. Um, you shit know, okay. you're not on you're not on the other side of the planet, right up to the border of another country for defense. You oh. know, it's just on its face. It's a bold faced lie. But we really have a hard time understanding that here in the United States. Yeah. Well, we just never saw it in our soil, right? Why yeah. did the U.S. become the power that it did? Because it never had a world war affect their entire fucking industry. We sure. thrived from it. We benefited from whether it was creating weapons or it was just like being in it or any of the other ways we benefit from war. But we never had one in soil. Yeah. So not only did we get fucking we bomb other countries and benefit from it, but also just never had to do and people don't realize that this shit is happening and they're just like no the, the u.s is just trying to do the best for us yeah yeah that's, that's not happening 
And yeah, it's kind of crazy because there was an initial colonization, you know, yeah. of Mexico and the Native Americans and this. And and since then, you know, yeah, there hasn't been ground warfare, you know, exactly. drones. It's <laughs> there hasn't been drone warfare. Shout there hasn't out Obama. Been like, yeah, Obama, yeah. drone king, drone king, the the crown prince of drones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was China and Russia, blah blah blah. You know, but in any case, folks, Amlo. Oh, Amlo. Amlo. Yeah. Hey, man! Yeah. Shout out to Mexico se quedará soberano, which just means Mexico staying sovereign. He, they're not taking the fucking boot. They're not getting the scared tactic. For those who don't know, there's been a big kerfuffle because uh, four American citizens were found um, kidnapped. In Mexico, uh, I believe it's in Jalisco or something like that. I'm not, don't have the entire information. I'm sorry about that. But you it wasn't got the a. Deets on that. Uh, yeah, uh, stayed in Mexico, and I believe one or two may have died. So it became a big thing. Dan Crenshaw, when uh, American Republican, uh, mentioned that you know the only solution was to just take military action into Mexico, and Amlo would not fucking take that. He straight up said. Fuck off. That's kind of what he said. I mean, yeah, he was just yeah. like, listen, we're not going to be threatened by you. We're not going to be uh, manipulated by you. The reason the drug problem is in the U.S. And gra granted, I am paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't drop as many fuck bombs, but he, he pretty much said the, uh, <laughs> the U.S. is responsible for their drug problem and they're responsible for their arms problem, which is what's fueling the narco terrorism in Mexico. Yeah. And not narco-terrorism because it's affecting the U.S., but just narco-terrorism because it's affecting its surroundings. People think that terrorism immediately means versus the U.S. Yeah. You know? But the U.S. does terrorism. Yeah. Constantly. They're the creators of terrorism. You know? So it's just a, a lot of moving parts, and it's just sort of this um, big wave of change, which is why we mentioned that, again, sometimes nothing happens in 10 years, and sometimes 10 years happen in a couple of weeks. So Yeah. Well, two things. It's like the drone program is like a fucking uh, radicalization school. Right, you know, it's right. like you get the drone program killed 90 percent. It had a 90 percent yeah. civilian casualty rate. Mm -hmm. And so each one of those times you drop a bomb. Well, nine of the 10 people you kill is an innocent civilian. So what better to radicalize somebody against Western uh, hegemony than killing nine out of ten civilians. Yeah, you know, um, and another thing too is on a little side tangent. I've been doing a kind of a deep dive into JFK, and uh, specifically the Bay of Pigs, and this is where the U.S. trained a bunch of uh, Cuban exiles to reinvade the country, and this this was all in the works before JFK got elected, right? right. And so this kind of happened really early in his term. And the CIA, under Alan Dulles, gave him specifically bad intel. Mm. And they said, oh, no, it's going to work like a charm. You know, don't worry about it. With the hopes that when it began to fail, like the CIA people knew it was going to fail, yeah. um, that JFK would say, OK, send in the Air Force. We're going to we're going to glass Cuba, you know. But JFK kind of had the steel reserve and was like, no. We're not escalating this further. It failed. We got to go back to the, the the drawing board. So kudos to him for that. I mean, obviously it would have been better if he never let the thing go in the first place. Right, but right. but with AMLO, we see this kind of uh, 
you know, we had that weird thing where the he they tried to arrest Chapo Guzman's son. Right. And and then Mexico when Jalisco went uh, fucking insane or sorry, Jalisco. Yeah. Uh, Sinaloa went insane. Yeah. yeah. And now he's coming out and he's saying, you know, America is an oligarchy and, uh, you know, the the here in Mexico, the people have a say, whereas the people in the United States, they're completely captured by yeah. the corporate, you know, uh, elites. And I'm kind of feeling like maybe AMLO, this is unfounded. This is just a guess. <laughs> maybe AMLO got some bad intel. Yeah. You know, and he was yeah, like, I'm this is going to look good. Don't worry about it, AMLO. Yeah. And like, you know what? Like he does do uh, mañaneros, which is what the, he calls them, uh, yeah. which is like the press conference most mornings and stuff like that. And a lot of the stuff he's, Taking, he's taking it by chest. Granted, no one's fucking perfect. Yeah. yeah. But he's not wrong in the idea that the U.S. is responsible for most of their fucking problems. Yeah. That and the fact that he's not backing down from a clear bluff. The U.S. is hurting from a lot of places right now. Mm-hmm. And like we mentioned earlier with the... Um, and I do want to bring it back to the multipolarism with like yeah. China and Russia and them fucking kicking it off and, sh- kicking it off and stuff. He, they, I think they even... Like cheered to Biden or something like that. They were having like some kind of cocktail or like a drink. And they're like, what should we... You know, say salute to pretty much <laughs> yeah. said, to Biden for finally bringing us together. And if whether it was him or just the U.S. Uh, empire in yeah. its totality, but they're not wrong. The U.S. has pushed a lot of fucking buttons and well, they're yeah. cornering themselves, right? When you ostracize all these people, guess what? You push them together. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened when the U.S. put the economic sanctions first against China and then against Russia. Yes. You know, what did that do? It drove them economically and politically together. Yeah. And they thought it would heal. The U.S. thinks that by doing that, whether he, he also did it with Venezuela, he did it with Cuba. Yeah. They think that these countries are going to heal, but they're going to do what they can with what they have. Right. Yeah. Like they're not they're not always going to turn out the way they want them to. Example, A and B, Russia and China. So, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, it's funny because a lot of the things that happen, or one of the things that have led to the pros- prosperity of China and, like, becoming the power that they are now is because they had the labor force. But not only do they have the labor force, it did have the labor force, but now they have, like, te- the technological advancements. Why? Because opening a business in Asia, which is where a lot of Swiss shops are, but also, like, just in general, the workforce is, whether it's mixed-treated or not, that's where the workforce is. But they would make it so that... Um, residents of the country would be employed in the companies that were coming overseas. So they were learning the tactics so that the moment that the U.S. company would either fail or leave, they had the knowledge. And the great comparison right now is with the idea of Elon Musk bringing Tesla to Monterrey, I believe is a Mexican state. And people are happy about it, but they don't understand that we're not getting the good jobs. A, we're not getting the good jobs, right? Mostly jobs, yes. But Elon Musk has said it multiple times that he wants to make everything, um, what is it called? What is it just factory-based and robot-based? Automated. Automated. He wants yeah. to make everything automated within the next yeah. couple of years. So even if there is jobs, it won't be for long. Mm-hmm. And Mexico just uh, nationalized their lithium, which is... If Mexico we, did? Yes. It's oh, trying to, nice. yes. I believe they've done it by now. So then the problem is that if they have the window of being having a factory in mexico it might be easier to ask for the lithium which is one of the main things that are being fought right now and one of the reasons that china is the power that it is well keep in mind what happened with evo morales right evo morales drove a 
uh, electric car out of a Bolivian factory yeah. m- made with uh, lithium mined in Bolivia. And he drove that out of the factory. It's a little tiny, weird-looking car. They always are. And, <laughs> and two weeks later, there was a coup against him, yeah. a U.S.-led coup against him. And, like, you know, even even people like uh, Muhammad bin Salman, the, you know, ruler of uh, Saudi Arabia, his head is also on the chopping block yeah. for making forays and kind of, uh, you know, political deals with China. Hmm. So, like, Mexico is not beyond. No, is not no. beyond. Uh, how many times has the U.S. already invaded Mexico? Oh, all the time. You know, constantly. Um, with it, war on drugs, as my war last on drugs. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah, we just gotta be be cautious coming up here as as these uh, developing nations try to exert their independence and their right to sovereignty and their right to choose yeah. between two deals, like. Uh, this one's giving me a raw deal. They want me to live as a, a serf and a slave yeah. and steal all my resources. This one says, you know, we'll give you a good interest rate. Um, I'm going to go with them. Yeah. And then what do you know? They get cooed. Yeah. You know, surprise, 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 and, surprise. Brings it back to the multipolarism. But before I do that, everyone. So we are starting to do this thing. Uh, <laughs> Ray is rarities yes. uh, live. So if you're hearing this. And you're hearing this, but if you're seeing us live, ask us a question, shout out anything you guys want to sure, say, anything sure. you want to hear. Yeah. Uh, we're trying this for the first time, so what's up? Anyway, back to multipolarism. <laughs> so it's funny that um, that all this thing is happening sort of at the same time because it just seems like a fucking we're just ganging or we're well, everybody's just sort of ganging on the U.S., which is yeah. great. You know, it's it's great to see fucking Goliath fall. Well, yeah, the but, the company or the countries are exerting their Freedom to choose between, yes. uh, you know, economic partners. Yeah, and it's a crude reality to the U.S. because they really, I honestly think they were surprised about this. I think most people would have been like, yeah, like, you've been a dick. Like, of course people are going to start pushing back. But the U.S. is honestly surprised with it, which is not that surprising in itself. But what I was going to say is fascism is as dangerous when it's starting to fall down, right? It's got to yeah. go down fucking swinging. Yeah. Why? Because it's cornered like a fucking rat. And now that everything's happening, the U.S. is making shit up about China and people dying in Africa. Uh, they're they're talking about how they're well, obviously, all the propaganda we have against uh, China and Russia as a whole and the, all the shit that the Fox News eats up and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So just get, stay strong and please check your resources and just make sure that, you know, well, where you're getting your information. Cause you're going to be hearing a lot of China shit and a lot of Russia shit in the next couple of fucking months as it's like. If you look at European cities like Brussels and London, you know, those those cities are built with the exploited wealth from 500 years yeah. of African colonization, you know, where they expropriated the labor, they expropriated the, the, the minerals and the materials and the lumber and everything, you know, uh, those like the Dutch East India Company. I mean, they, you know, that's expropriated wealth, you know. Yeah. Um, like we need to realize that Beijing was not built that way. Beijing was not built off of expropriated labor, uh, from Africa, you know, for 500 years, you know? Um, so when, when 
uh, trade deals and uh, development deals are offered to African nations. You know, you have one one group, the West, who is saying, you know, here's the same old raw deal. You're going to give us all your resources, right. uh, you know, this and that. You're going to have to live in serfdom, essentially, because we won't pay you enough for your resources so that you could truly develop. We want to keep you in an underdeveloped state. Or you have China coming in and saying, hey, we're going to beat those prices. Uh, yeah. And we're even going to forgive loans sometimes. Yeah. Like they forgive 23 like huge billion dollar loans recently. Yeah. And for us in the West to see that and just say like, China's colonizing Africa. It's like, uh, you got to learn your history <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah. You know, it's not the same fucking thing, the you know, especially well. to the African perspective. Also the balls to be like, no, 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 no. You're better off with me. Let's demonize whatever the hell is helping you in any way or form. Right. And just stay with me. Stay with me. It is such a, like a desperate attempt of holding on to all your chips. Yeah. And not realizing that you're just, you're done. It, it, it's the beginning of a downward spiral and, yeah. and maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. And I, I really hope that this wave sort of continues, but I am, I am very, I guess you could say very hopeful that this just, just sort of a domino effect for what is to come. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, whether it comes through like pressure of other countries making, or sort of, I guess, threatening the U S to stop being the imperial force. There it is. But also the working class to have class consciousness and realize like, Hey, what the fuck are we doing? We're getting screwed. We just paid off <laughs> a transition here. Yeah. But we just paid off a bailout for uh, Silicon Valley Bank, right? And it's just like, how can we not realize that we're getting fucked? It's socialism for the rich and capitalism for the poor. Okay, prime example. You're 18. You get a loan above your head. Don't insure your money. You're fucking around with it. And then you lose it, right? Because you let it, you let some asshole borrow it and he didn't give it back. You lost it. You growing to your daddy and crying about it is what Silicon Valley yeah. Bank did. I mean, I know it's layman's and terms and it's fucking reductionary, but goddamn, the the people that give the, sh the government the most shit are the people asking for a handout right now. And especially because these Silicon Valley types market themselves as like kind of like anti-government kind of libertarian yeah, anti-big anti bank yeah and all that shit yeah they fucking they're like oh you know we're trying to like chris cryptocurrency is gonna democratize uh the monetary system you know yeah. and this was the biggest uh cryptocurrency bank i think yeah yeah it was, it was um, a leading silicon like startup uh, yeah, bank, it was a leading sure. startup bank. Yeah. But I think they held a lot of stuff in I'm sure in cryptocurrency. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty Might sure. Might have been one of the reasons they lost their money. So one of the reasons that Silicon Valley lost their money was because when you put your money into the bank, the bank is free to do whatever the fuck they want with your money, right? Whether it's played in stocks or yeah. put it into cryptocurrency or anything that's gonna make them a quick buck. Why? Because at the end of the day, they're hoping that can still make you your money and you um you are none the wiser and they make a profit. But when shit starts going south and people get scared because the banks are losing money, they start taking money out and they realize, oh, shit, we don't have enough money, which is a ridiculous thing. Because if you're putting your money in and paying them to keep yeah. it there and you not even being able to retrieve it, huge fucking red flag. 
But unfortunately, it's not the first time. Hell, it won't be the last time. Like, this happened in 2008. This happened so many times before. And we're just suffering the same wound. We're and reopening the same fucking wound. It's really crazy because when a bailout like this happens, you know, it's like, think of the total pool of money. All yeah. dollars. And like, you know, X amount of dollars equals, you know, this bottle of Jameson's, you know? Unofficial sponsor. Unofficial sponsor, Jameson's. <laughs> Irish Worthy, tri- triple distilled. Um, uh, X amount of dollars equals Jameson's, right? Say it's, right now, it's about 30 bucks. Right. You know? Uh, when they pump, when the Federal Federal Reserve just creates dollars, that, that value gets spread out between the total amount yeah. of dollars, right? And so all of a sudden, this bottle of Jameson's that was $30, well, guess what? After a bailout, it becomes even more dollars. Yes. And it's like putting water in your Jameson. You're diluting you're watering it. the Jameson. Now you got to drink more fucking Jameson to get the same kind of fucked up. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Sorry, I didn't mean to exactly. cut you off, no, but it's just, perfect. it's just, it is that annoyingly simple, yet it's still a problem because yeah. they keep pumping into it to yeah. the same wound again that we've had before. And we refuse to fucking regulate. And the Federal, Go- the Federal Reserve has openly said that the way to curb inflation Go for is, it. Go for it. Yes. Is to shrink our wages. And okay? increase the fucking unemployment. And increase the unemployment. Fuck. So... Openly said that? it in a press conference yeah. that the way to do it is to trigger inflation. We're not even in it yet. Yeah. They want to fucking cost it. That's what they want to do. Yeah. And so how do they do that? They don't contact all of our employers and say, pay them less. Yes. They add more dollars to the pool. And when we don't get a raise to match inflation, our, our fucking wages shrink. Yes. You know, it's, it's, imperceptible to regular people you know but we really need to educate ourselves on this to see how the fuck they're they're really pulling the rug over our fucking yeah. eyes on this one yep. you know 100% and the thing is that this chip is going to be dealt over to China yeah. this chip is going to be dealt over to Ukraine and the war they're going to be like well the reason your gas is so expensive the reason your food is so expensive isn't because we're trying to save our fucking own tails it's because of them it's a scapegoat the clear yeah. fucking scapegoat and that's one of the, I think, one of the biggest tools that they have at this time that all this shit is happening while the shit that they're doing is happening because it can hide behind it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a perfect curtain. It's two piece in the pod and it's like the imperialism is going on and then the repression here, the shrinking yes. of our wages. We can't fucking buy anything with the money that we do get. Yeah. And it's like, it's all part of this little fucking circus that they got going you know it's like hey look over here you know yeah it's um it's circus (laughs) that's how i feel we were (laughs) were literally just talking about this next door but it's fucking circus and bread right it's a distraction and just enough um i was explaining to joey earlier that like the amount of shit i can watch on streaming yeah the, the amount of options i have for food yeah make me really happy oh thank you Make me really happy to be in the generation that I am. But it also, it's such a big duh when I'm like, why hasn't a revolution happened? Yeah. Well, duh. I have Taco Bell and right. fucking Netflix. Why would I? And this is coming from someone 
that wants a revolution. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it just I have all my material wants and needs met. Uh, right at my fingertips. To an extent. To and an you extent. brought this yeah. earlier. Yeah. We're getting to a point where the employer isn't even meeting that requirement. Yeah. Oh, we were talking earlier about a ham sandwich. <laughs> you go, you ate a ham sandwich in the 50s. Okay, you take that exact same ham sandwich. That today is a is a niche, uh, organic, free range, uh, you know, non hormone treated pork, you know, (laughs) organic wheat, grass fed, (laughs) you know, ham sandwich. The same sandwich that you would be getting in the fifties for like two cents, you know, would be twenty dollars today. Probably more. Probably more. Probably more. That's without the drink. Yeah. And without the. Uh, what's it called? Um, sweet potato. Sweet Without potato the fries. sweet potato fries, and <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the same product, but over the years. But that's what capitalism does: is is you get a fucking. All of a sudden, they come out with the silver package, and then the next thing you get, the baseline model is a bronze. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden you have to pay for the silver. They used to give you the silver. Yeah. That was how they got you hooked in the first place. Yeah. You know. Kept coming back. And you kept coming back? Okay, cheers. Cheers to the... Uh, Distraction. Uh, what was it, our second episode we did the Jameson shot? So fucking smooth. The Irish. Hey, by the way, happy belated uh, St. Patrick's. Happy belated St. Patrick's Day. Hey, man, yes. Ireland, they're badass. But also right now, and I, we'll post this a while later, but France is killing it. It's, yeah. it's a good it's a good thing to see that people will get, still get fucking mad. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That's great. Honestly. Yeah. And we were talking earlier. We we're saying there's all these posts where it's like, why doesn't the uh, Americans yeah. rock it the way the France, French do? Yeah. You yeah. know, and we did. We, we did. did during COVID. We did. We did. You know, we had the country's largest protest we've ever seen. Yeah. And, and that's that's the problem is that that isn't it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not our peak. That's not our climax. That should be a rung in the ladder towards progress. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we need riots. I mean, and this isn't me inside a riot. I'm just testifying that right now. <laughs> yeah, audio evidence. But uh, I will say that the misbehaving, right, is what makes the change. It's what keeps people threatened and makes them realize that, holy shit, these people could, they could fuck us up. I mean, the, uh, the French are well, dropping trash and... Fucking Molotovs in like um, this can, more than just businesses, right? Yeah, they're like political houses oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Well, we see what the response is from uh, the uh, elites. Yeah. With from our George Floyd protests, you know, mm-hmm. we had forty billion put directly by President Biden into. New police, a hundred thousand yeah. new police, and yeah. facilities like Cop City that we're seeing. Ah, that's the you other know? one. Yes, yes. yes <laughs> I knew yes, there was yes, another yes, one. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. We're so professionals here. We're professionals. We know we what we're talking all about. Yes. Planned out. Oh, this is planned. This is bullet um, points. We're just not looking at them. Yeah, it's all in here. <laughs> yeah, there Everything you go. Everything is in here. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, for those who might not be aware, of what Cop City is and or can become, could you give us a little bit of a brief? little brief summary. Sure. Well, clearly they were like uh, shaking in their breeches from yes. the uh, from what took place with the George Floyd protests. So 
they decided to build themselves a huge urban warfare training facility. Yep. You know, and not just urban warfare training facility for here in the U.S. where they'll build mock cities where they can kind of maneuver and, and practice their tactics of repression, but also invite uh, uh, other you know, yeah. uh, repressive governments, Israel, you know, yeah. Israel is going to, I think they already were or something, but they were going to use cop city or are used going to cop city too, for training and stuff yeah. like that to spread imperialism in the boot. Yeah. And yeah. so where's urban Gaza strips, the most densely populated place in the world. So how nice for these, uh, Israeli troops to come and practice urban warfare in yeah. a safe environment, you know, it really is like so on the nose, especially yeah. because something like Cop City, right, can happen after, I mean, a numerous amount of allegations and the recent scandals with uh, police departments, whether it was like for lewd behavior, yeah. right, or, or like in Tennessee, or like it was for killing someone or for obvious blatant uh, racist remarks and actions like yeah. how is it that despite all of that fucking evidence you think that the solution is more of that yeah. right people think oh it's just a few bad apples you're catching people on a bad day bullshit like that but it's like no these people are being rewarded those just happen to be get, getting caught how many people don't go Mm -hmm. uh, unmentioned that get killed or harassed by the police. They just didn't have their phone out or no one happened to be recording them while yeah. it was happening. Well, that's really what it comes down to. Remember Jim Crow Joe. Yes. He's, Jim Crow. He fucking Joe. championed for the 1994 crime bill. We yeah. saw like a straight skyrocket in the prison population, mostly yep. black and brown people like intentional, intentional. People think that like the, <sighs> I, it's just like a, socially they think that uh, black and brown are just happen to be more violent despite the fact that they don't realize that this is all maneuvered to incarcerate more people that are black and brown right yeah. sorry I didn't mean to go on that tangent but just, I can't yeah. you know yeah well this is my it's grim to say it's my favorite thing but it's like you have NAFTA and the 1994 crime bill coming out yeah directly at the same time so they said we're going to send the jobs overseas we're going to send these 20 dollars an yeah. hour factory jobs uh overseas and to monterey mexico and what are we going to do with the surplus labor that we create by sending those jobs overseas Slavery. mass incarceration you know <laughs> which turns into legalized slavery. which turns into legalized slavery so i i don't know yeah. how to get this across to folks that like you know it's it's part of the plan we're the working class they're the elites they're controlling our labor they're controlling how we live you know yeah. um i it's i mean like, i just recently saw a quote right that it's like someone can't invest and make a profit without the worker working more than they're getting out of it yeah. Right. Like yeah. you can't possibly surplus value surplus value. And it's so funny because the big <laughs> the big thing with these like, um, how would you call them? Like hustle mentality uh, type of people. Right. Influencers or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. They yeah. have this big idea that it's like, no, like I'm investing. So I'm taking the risk. 
I'm I could pause like I'm the one taking the risk. That's my part of it. You're working your arse off, arse, ass off. That's arse. your arse. Yeah. <laughs> arse. Or is it Irish or is it British? I think that's. I don't know, but it's mm-hmm. it's funny. Cockney. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, right, but you're working your ass off. I'm just putting in the money because yeah. I probably grew up with it or just won it somewhere. Anyway, that's my part of the pie, right? But even fucking then, with things like SBB, like a Silicon Valley bank, they do take the risk. They lose, and they're fucking insured through the government. Yeah. $250,000 or more. No, People no, that no. have that amount of money didn't get insured, right? Or less. The than- people who were insured for 200 Well, technically, the law is, and this yeah. comes from the Great Depression, was because people were pulling all their money out of the right. banks when they right. were getting scared of the economy crashing. So the FDIC, I believe it's called, it says created, right? we'll we'll back it for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Right. Um. So the the federal bet the federal uh bank wait Federal Reserve not only backed the two hundred and fifty that they were legally obligated to do, they backed well beyond that, like yeah. like yeah. millions of dollars. Intentionally. You know? Also, so, because they keep saying that it's a mom and pop shops, the regional yeah. banks, but it's not those. It's for everything else. It's for the four main banks. That's that's who's suffering. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It's, just <laughs> it's like, a fucking damn, shit give me show. Some of that fucking money. Yeah, it's a shit show. We should give them a thousand dollars and call it a day. What gets me is like <laughs> they don't even want them to feel the consequences of their actions. No. They're so coming in. They're so coddling. Yeah. That they're it's like. Okay, yes, you'll lose a million dollars, but we'll get you for the other 50 that you lost. And unfortunately, the rhetoric that I keep hearing is this bullshit Reagan times trickle down economic bullshit, right? I said bullshit twice, but you know what I mean. It's just the idea that helping the rich is somehow going to benefit those with lower income is fucking insane. That's not how it works. Hey, maybe jobs would be lost, but guess what? We wouldn't create entire enterprises and empires and shit based on lies and bullshit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to say that people wouldn't suffer. Yes. But is it that big? How can I say this? The cost, That's not the reason that they need the money, I guess is what I'm trying to say. They fucked yeah. around and found out. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. They, they fucked found around. Out they found out. That, fucked around that found uh, out. Uncle Sam's got their back. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> Always. And it only applies. There's different rules for the bourgeois than to the proletariat. Completely yeah. fucking different rules. And that's legally, that's economically, that's societally, right? Like, I, one of my favorite memes is, it's okay if, if you have money, but not okay if you don't. Yeah. Like, having yeah. an old car. Using old clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like well, it's things. like the punishment scale is yeah. different. It's like. 100%. You, like, where we're at over here, you know, close to downtown, it's like you see the punishment. Yeah. What happens if you don't work, if you don't pay rent, if you don't, you know, the. You can either be exploited or yeah. not have a home. Yeah. Those are your two options. And it's like you're going to be on the street. And so they. What uh, what a functioning capitalist society will do is they'll reserve a population yeah. of homeless almost, uh, not almost intentionally, intentionally, mm-hmm. in order to keep the rest of us workers scared because it's kind of like a gibbet, it's you a know. Threat. 
It's like you know, in old in uh, medieval times, there was a uh, I think it's called a gibbet, where the, they the guy that was like that on the well, yeah, that's the, the stockade. That's the, yeah, 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 that too. But then they had the people in the cages. Oh yeah, and yeah, those, okay. Those yeah. motherfuckers were alive. Yes, yes. And they were they were like, hey, you could probably talk to them, and it'd yeah. be like, what'd you do? It's like, oh, I didn't pay my taxes, or I got too drunk at the thing, or even you like know? uh like state ran decapitations. Yeah. All it was is a threat, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's like an open, of, like, naked threat. You mentioned it earlier. It's the one with the prison system where you th- everybody's being watched. You know what I mean? Like, the th- what is that? A, a threat? Or you mentioned maybe a theory. It's the prison system that has the one viewer in the middle and seeing everything. You see, folks, we're saying so many good things, <laughs> we can't even remember. No, but you know what I'm talking about, though, right? I think so, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. so there's a theory that, like, everybody thinks they're being watched, which is why they'll act different despite being around people they might think they trust yeah right and the idea of that the idea of the impending doom seeing people that are homeless hearing about family that is struggling with money hearing about co-workers that aren't making it and you're making the same amount of money that they are right like we are one broken foot away one cancer diagnosis hell one rainy day if you're in construction or rainy week yeah from not being able to pay your fucking rent and i can't stress that enough we are much closer to the people that you see roaming around downtown than to fucking elon musk or bezos or anything oh yeah hell fuck a millionaire we're closer to uh, being homeless or being a person experiencing homelessness than someone that you know is making it in la jolla right now in in i don't say that to depress you or anything like that i say that as a fact so that you're aware that maybe defending those people isn't in your best interest and it's like we're cushioned from that reality as well yes uh we're not really thinking about it as much you have to kind of go down a rabbit hole a little bit to understand like how close you are actually because with your netflix with your doordash with your you know, you got a new car on a car payment. It's just coming in, you know, and yeah. it's like Amazon Prime. Everything is is Come instant <laughs> and we're we're living the middle class life. Yes. We're, we can live a middle class life on subscription. Yes. You we know? don't own anything. We don't own anything. It's yes. subscription based and we're just we're just paying. But the moment we stop paying, yeah. the subscription cuts off. Dude, we are LARPing as middle class. We're LARPing as middle class. That's all we're doing. We're playing dress up as middle class. We really think that there is a middle class for some fucking reason. But not only that, we behave in a way that we think like, no, I am separated from the people that are struggling. And even if you are struggling by your definitions, the people around you might not seem like they are. So you will play the part. And I get it. Like, listen, I... I understand that it's like a coping mechanism because if you smile, then you'll feel happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it, yeah, you can yeah. force it. And listen, there's a lot of things to be happy about, right? I'm not saying that you have to be depressed, but I have to. You have to acknowledge that there is exploitation and there is things in your way that if they weren't there, you'd be a lot less stressed. You know, people yeah. uh, time and time again will talk about mental health without addressing our material conditions, right? They think that medication, medication was such a stigma for so long that people seriously think that, oh, medication will solve everything. It's like, well, why is it that you don't feel happy, right? Like, well, I hate my job. Well, why do you hate your job? I'm not appreciated. I'm not compensated properly. And then you start kind of following the money and then you start realizing like, oh, this is 
something that could be alleviated or at least helped if you could just pay your rent and not have to feel the pressure or feel bad about taking an hour watching TikToks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, yeah. it's just, it's really, it really comes down to that. Like, yeah. and I'm not saying that people don't need medication. I'm sure some do, but as a society, we're taught to self-diagnose in order well, to accept our current situation. Well, you know, it's like, why do we take drugs? It's like, yes, we take drugs because we, we have an expectation of life. Yeah. 100%. And when it doesn't match that expectation, we say, Oh, uh, let me take some drugs to fix that. You know, it's like, I can't focus in school. Okay. The expectation is mm-hmm. that you're going to be a straight A student. Yes. And that you're going to be a good, a good listener and a good student. Well, maybe that isn't the case, you know? And so you say, well, there's something chemically wrong with me. Let me take some drugs so that I can become a good student. Mm -hmm. And a lot of drugs are that way. Mm -hmm. It's the expectation of, you know, I want to eat cheese pizza. I want to eat cheesecake. I want to eat cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to take lactose pills, you know? I it's have just an expectation like, of what life should be. Yeah, these drugs, and I don't just mean the numbing kind, but like, like you mentioned, like Adderall, yeah. shit like that, right? Like Oxy. Yeah. They sort of smooth out your edges so that you'll fit in the... Yeah. <laughs> what are those toys called? You know what yeah. I'm talking about? The yeah, yeah, yeah. square, the circle. Yeah. It's, they, all it is is just shaping you to fit it, despite the fact that we're more than capable as a society to... Uh, embrace yeah. the different you know judging a fish what was the Einstein quote fucking yeah. love misrepresenting yeah. quotes but <laughs> yeah. the uh, you Hell can't yeah. judge a fish by its ability to climb right like yeah he, he, I fucking and it's the same thing for me. work it's like oh you know what I'm at, I actually like I'm not as productive at work as I should be I'm just not giving it my 100% I'm not like giving me. it 100% I think I need some drugs to like yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. help me along the way yeah um you know, <laughs> are you supposed to even be at this job? Yeah, like, seriously, you fucking hate it. <laughs> you fucking hate it. Like no, and you know it's funny. But about you have sort of that's thing. the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to castigate people. It's like you need to work. You need to work in this job because the punishment understand. is there. Yes. You know, it just sucks Very that real. you got to get a load on to like do the work. Listen, I've always said that you have to, you have to find a way to one. Accept where you are, right? Like, I am being exploited. You have to accept that. No, Even if you're in fucking management, you have to fucking accept that. One way or another, you're being exploited. Yeah. Two, this, uh, once you acknowledge that you're being exploited, it's like, okay, well, where can I get mine? Right? Yeah. Whether it's time theft, whether it's like maybe just not giving it 110% at work. I'm taking it hour-long shit yes or looking for new jobs at your current job yeah fuck it do it you know why because that company is nothing without you and people like you you're worth more to them than they are worth to you and you have to understand that again like i said earlier the only way that um someone with money can make an investment and get a profit is if they over exploit their workers right Mm -hmm. so fuck them just yeah. fuck them, you yeah. know. Like, it, it really comes down to that. And you're like, oh well, my job. They're so nice. They're family. I'm glad they're family. But fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you have actual family. You'll be fine. Yeah. You know, like it, it should. You shouldn't depend. You need to pay the rent. People. I 100% agree on that. I 100% agree on that. And fake it. Fake it till you make it. 
Go in there, smile at everybody, treat everybody nice. I'm not saying be an asshole to your coworkers. That is not at all what I'm saying. Or, I'm saying like know that fucking taking extra ten minutes at lunch, fuck them. That's what I'm saying, you know. And I find it's like, you know, have an underlying principle. Yes. You know, the underlying principle is I go to work, in most cases, I go to work, I do work that creates, uh, you know, more money than mm-hmm. I return. That's how a business makes money. Yes. A business makes money most of the time when when they are skimming off of the work that you produce. So yeah. your labor, your labor produces surplus value. They give you a piece of that back so that you can maintain yourself. You can feed yourself, give yourself water and transportation to and from work and a, and a shelter. They give you enough for that, but only enough for that. Right. The rest of it, they're keeping, mm-hmm. you know. And so if you have that underlying principle, I don't, you know, it's kind of clear what the situation is Yeah. after that. Did you grow up uh, Catholic? I don't know yes. if we talked about this before. Yes. Okay, so yes. you're you're aware of like the catholic guilt oh this sort of uh, like guilt big time f- guilt from pleasure right like yeah. the, the anti-hedonism and shit like that yeah i think broadly especially within our cultures broadly we do have a sense of guilt that is not just religious but it's also pro- productivity based yeah where if we're at work you think that because you're being slightly less productive your worth as a person is less and yeah. this is reinforced by the people around you like hey man don't slack off fucking help us you know especially if you work in the service industry it is a team basis and you could seriously fuck over your co-workers if yeah. you're not putting in your yeah. part you know and that's Big goes, that goes for most jobs and i'm not saying in that sense you should tone it down i'm just saying in the sense of like not giving a fuck if they pressure you to come back for a shift right yeah not giving a fuck if you take an extra long shit like it really comes down it's petty i know but it really comes down to those sort of things that's the class consciousness i'm looking for yeah i'm not saying fuck your co-workers i'm saying fuck your employer yeah you know because when push comes to shove you are replaceable but so are they mm-hmm. right you can get another job and you will get another job will it be complicated of course but trust me people need um they need employees we need employees. We saw it with COVID. We need essential workers. Yeah. Most of us are, in one way or another, essential workers. Right, right. Yeah. You're valuable. You are 100% Folks, valuable. you're valuable. You're 100% valuable. And that's one thing I think maybe sometimes people forget or, I don't know, maybe they're just, it's like a self-conscious thing where they're yeah, just like, yeah, oh, yeah. like, I'm not where I want to be in life, so then I'm not as valuable as I could be. <laughs> <laughs> like quick malfunction. little malfunction technical difficulties 100% normal for uh, working class stooges here yes. we struggle with equipment pretty often but that's what happens when you, um, you see, DIY you know the arms have been taken from They've the working taken. class stooges so we're been taken. we're free we're uh, I don't want to say free balling it but kind of free balling it's we're free balling you know, it with these things these. here yeah <laughs> no um, we will figure it out we will find uh, proper uh, resources but you know we we, we yeah. do with what we have and i think that's that's pretty good but anyway back to uh multipolarity and russia and china right so one of the big things i think is happening with them too is also um so the u.s dollar has been such a leading 
currency for so fucking long, right? Like it's yeah. it's the currency to have. It's the currency to sell in because it's the most easily accessible to trade. It's used in all foreign houses or whatever the fuck you call them where you change exchange houses and stuff like that. Yeah, it's because yeah. in Spanish it's casa de cambio, so I think that's why I said house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> anyway, funny. where you go, right? There's always the dollar sign. The and house of exchange. House of exchange. Casa de cambio. <laughs> yes. Um, right. So you'll have that, but now Russia's. Uh, the uh, sorry, China is making a big push for their currency, and Russia is supporting it. They are for having a change in the fucking world. <laughs> oh, buddy, <laughs> it's staying up too late, huh? It's past my bedtime, folks. Past it's your bedtime. Eight forty right now. That's what happens. That's what happens. Know. We record. We do record late, and after a long day of work, so give us credit. Um, that's why we have the Jameson. That's why we yeah. had a couple beers. Physical labor. Oh man. We're working out here, guys. We are working. We were talking about having a skill earlier. Yeah. Super important. If you can ever Google plants that you should eat versus the ones you shouldn't, do it. Just on a whim. Yeah, that's a how, good one. Yeah, how to cover a wound just because. Yeah. Basic shit like that. Trust me. Working or, sorry, tradesmen stuff like that, even if it's little, like I was talking to you earlier, it'll disprove things you think you know. And that'll help 10 times more than anything else. Yeah. Right. And also just learning how to work. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, you see it on like, uh, like survival shows or something. Yeah. Or me and me and uh, my, my pal were talking about that old show, The Colony. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Did you see that one? Yeah. I, I saw clips of it. I remember watching like promos for it and all this sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think I ever watched the full episode. It was. It was so cool because you saw who was valuable oh, yeah. in a situation and who wasn't. And it's like the people with the practical experience yeah, who actually had been building and who actually had been like moving and shaking yeah, were so valuable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the people who were more like theoretical or like not theoretical, but like upper management. Yeah. Useless. Useless. <laughs> useless. Useless. Yeah. Useless. There's a, like one of my favorite books. My, one of my favorite science fiction books, actually. Z is for zombies. Or C, the World, World War Z. Z. World yeah, War yeah, Z. Yeah. World War Z. Sorry. Miss, miss name. Again, I that suck That was at, a good a, book. Great fucking book. Yeah. Better than the movie. The movie sucks. Uh, don't watch the movie. Read yeah. the book. Read yeah. the book as fast as you can. Anyway, in that book, one of the main things. So it's a book based off of a lot of stories of surviving people through a zombie apocalypse, right? Is that the Zacks or whatever? Zacks. Yeah, one of the things that they talk those about those fucking Zacks. Those fucking Zacks. One of the things they talk about is how when they were reconstructing sort of the U.S. or the world as a whole, they realized of how many people had useless jobs, and they literally were giving these like quote unquote mundane, but also because they're un- they are unskilled labor. Like they yeah. really had no other skills other than directing movies and stuff like that. And granted, art is important, but in a zombie apocalypse, fucking uh, movies not gonna get you very far. Yeah. So. It was. It's such a great reminder of how useful skills are important. Oh, that's just my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, hey, howdy, howdy. Yeah. No, I thought you meant the text, my man. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so like, it's such a great reminder of how like, like having a skill is super important, not yeah, just for yeah. yourself, but the people around you. We well, can't be some useless fucking asshole, you know. Yeah, and, and you I don't know. know. What? You, <laughs> it kind of pisses me off. Most out. people are useful. I think they just don't give themselves the credit that they have. Yeah. Hell, if you know how to cook, if you know how to garden, if you know how to clean, I mean, fuck, clean properly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like yeah. anything, change a diaper. Like there is so many things that we take for granted on our day to day because they're just. Things we do with our lives, rationing, 
I became very well, very good at rationing when I started buying my own groceries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. we really are good at just sort of exploring and, like, you know, finding a solution for things. And, and it's good to stay curious and it's good to stay sort of informed with different different skills. You know, jack of all trades, master of none, but it's still better than master of one. Yeah. You know? That's the real that's the that's real, real quote. quote. Yeah. yeah. I liked it because I remember being told the other one and I hated it so much. Yeah. Yeah. Learn to train. Hey, hi, homegrown Joe. Hey, hey, what's up? Thanks for being on the live. Welcome. Welcome. I I think we should do it more often, honestly. I think like it, first time it, live. Create, yeah. yeah, it'll create a, a bit of a community. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so we'll we'll be better at it next time. But we'll be posting when we record, and maybe we'll just have it like on both. We should our page. post before. We, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we go live, maybe like, a couple of days. Join before. us for live. Yes, later. we just kind of went yeah. live, but we will. This is the first attempt. We will announce it, and then we will save it, and then post it yeah. on a later yeah. date. We are um, a slower process, just because we edit and do all these sort of things. But this will be cool. Hey, and maybe we can get some Q and A. You're seeing the going. bones. Here, You're baby, the we bones. are gonna be throwing some production on this yeah. fucking episode. As you heard the intro, that is completely new for working class yeah. stooges. So we, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that yeah. intro was fire. That intro is great. Uh, it was hype. I, I loved it. Uh, it was hype. It was hype. Yeah, hyped, high quality. Yes. Everything was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we are gonna be throwing some production. So stay tuned. Uh, we're super excited. We're gonna be recording often again here in various rarities. Yes. And having in, some great conversations. In the know. old join bookshop. Us. Yeah, in join the old us. Bookshop. Anyway, Joey, such a great time. Always a great time. Thanks, man. Again, thanks for having us here. Uh, where can we find you? Where can we hit you up? You can find me uh, at Reyes Rarities, nice. Books and Antiques in Barrio Logan. We're located in the Art Hub hallway um, right next to... Uh, Border X yes. and across the street from Porvida. Porvida, yep. Yes. Yeah, it's a badass little art hub. Honestly, there's so much to see. Yeah. Every time I walk by here, I see something yeah. that catches my eye and makes me want to go inside. So. And personally, I'm here Fridays and Saturdays. So if you want to drop by and say what's up, yeah, hit them up. Come on down. <laughs> oh, we got a little bit of a comment here. What are you reading? What, what are, are you reading? reading? Right now? I know what I'm reading. What are you uh, reading? <laughs> well, we're both reading the same thing. One of us. Goddamn, what a or book. One of them. Yeah. No, I'm reading both. Uh, Jose added me to the other one as oh, well. Very, yeah. so oh, very. Communist Manifesto. Were you haven't, there? I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, but yeah, I am going to check out where you guys are at. And yeah. Yeah. So, Communist Manifesto, we're in a bit of a book club. And then Das Kapital. Das Kapital. Great that book. Das Kapital. After the fourth Woo. chapter, I, I like that a little more. That's a, Those first three chapters are rough, man. But are you reading anything personal? Uh, personally, I'm reading uh, Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, and those books are hard to put down, huh? Yeah. 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 I remember. I remember. I mean, I just like I remember reading them back in the day. It's just like it's one of the reasons I fell in love with like reading. Just like easy to read. Hey, say what's up to hey, my friend. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You can um, call him dirty names if you want. Andres. Is he kinky like that? Oh, damn. He's kinky like okay, that. Okay. Okay. You're yeah. my kind of guy. What's yeah. up? What's up? Um, but no, but I honestly, I'm having a bit of a handful with the other two, so I'm not. <laughs> yeah, reading a lot of articles, watching a yeah, lot of TikTok watching videos. Watching a lot of articles. Hey, uh, um, uh, Warlords of Ancient Mexico. Okay, that's I'll a pretty sick ass book. Yeah, I'll check it yeah, out. Yeah, that's I'll what I'm out. reading right now. 
Yeah, there's a. I mean, my to be read is super fucking long. It's always long because mm-hmm. I have way mm-hmm. more books than I should have. But uh, I'll get on them. I'll get on them for pretty soon. Hopefully, you guys gotta get me drunk first. Whoa, well, whoa. I mean, just come by. I don't know hey. if you can tell, but we kill bottles here pretty often. Come say what's up, you know? <laughs> he's, he meant to say, get me drunk first, and he's trying to fix it to say, yeah, buy yeah, me a drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. As long as it's consensual, <laughs> I'm all for it. Anyway, Joey, thank you so much for letting us your space. Thanks for being on again. Expect to hear more from us. We're going to be posting some reels, some videos pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be fun. Thanks for listening. And Thanks, folks. You can always found uh, find me at South of the Eight Pod. We changed. We did change the um, at. So now it's South of the Eight Pod. South of the Eight. We're pod. giving it a whirl. We're gonna leave it for a couple check weeks. Check out the fucking podcast. Yeah, check it out, man. We got yeah. we got a lot of good stuff coming on. We got stuff with uh, South of the Eight in itself. That's usually myself or Jessica. Um, you know, recording with someone local, which is usually pretty fun. And then Joy Reyes and I, of course, here with Working Class Studios. And more stuff to come. I'm not going to give it out. I'm not going to give it out. But we got a couple surprises. By the time you hear this, you'll probably hear about another podcast that's going to be brewing. So we're excited about that. But anyways, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you so much. Peace.